0: sacred woman by Queen Afua part three the nine gateways of initiation chapter 12 gateway seven sacred relationships beginning on page 303 mother to daughter mothers take time eat to teach your daughters whose wombs have not been touched by the world show them your example what is and is not to be. Follow your intuition and your knowledge. Guide them about how to respect their sacred wombs. Anoint and bless your daughter's womb heart and mind every new moon or at the onset of her menace. Teach her how to care for her sacred, holy womb through the teachings of the natural law. Whisper in her ear at night, like the old folks did. Tell her your womb is sacred, for you are sacred. Tell your daughter that she is beautiful. Tell her she is like a crystal, a pearl, or another precious gem. Tell her that she is lovely as roses in orchards. Your beloved daughter is to be appreciated as one of the flowers of Mother Earth. Let your daughter know that she is worthy of all the Creator's love and blessings. Hug her often. Kiss her crown. Rock her when possible so she will know you as her foundation, her solid ground. Talk to her and tell her what's in your heart. Listen to her closely. Let nothing be so big or small that she cannot talk to you. Keep her heart sweet by exposing her to the beauty of the world. Keep her mindful of the world and its adversity in order to help her develop her highest compassionate and intellectual levels. Let her know her womb is an extension of her mind. Adorn her mind with lots of love so her life will be sublime. A village of sister mothers. At a workshop where we'd been talking about mother-daughter relationships, Sharon came up to me and told me that At the age of 12, her daughter, LaJuana, had come to the conclusion that Sharon had certain gaps in her mothering abilities. This isn't unusual around this sensitive age, but instead of attacking or fighting with her mother all the time, LaJuana tried to later call her the village of sister mothers approach. LaJuana approached four of her mother's closest friends, each of whom had a special gift, at least in Luana's eyes, that represented an aspect of her education as a young woman that she felt she couldn't get from her mother. She picked a mother who ran her own store for practical, in-real-world advice. She asked another mother, a designer, and the most elegant and alluring woman in the village for advice on clothes and hair and makeup and boys, She picked a healer mother for spiritual advice and a fourth mother who is a high school teacher for advice about coping with all the stresses of school, getting into college, and dealing with the new challenges there. She also figured she could go to them for advice on how to deal with her mom, since they knew Sharon so well. Lawana then approached each sister mother individually and asked if she'd be willing to be part of her village of Sister Mother Circle. They were all flattered and genuinely pleased to support Luana in this way. It's one thing to become a godmother because the parents of the child ask you at the naming ceremony, but when you but when the young woman herself asks you when she's older and more aware, it is a very special gift, especially to women who may not have their own biological children. Honorary sister mothers are valued for who they are. ...and the special gifts they have to offer. Each potential sister mother checked out this new relationship proposal with Sharon... ...who was surprised but delighted. She thought it was a brilliant thing for her daughter to do... ...and it would take a lot of pressure off them both. This was how the sister mother circle was born. Luana felt free to consult with any of her sister mothers... ...when she had a problem in the area of expertise... Before long, it dawned on both Sharon and Luana that their relationship had improved as well. The sister-mother circle still exists today. Even though Luana is in her late 20s, married and a new mother, especially what Luana created for herself was the old African tradition of extended family. She created her own village to help her raise her. And now she's extending that wisdom to raising a child of her own there's no reason why we can't create a sister mother circle for ourselves no matter how old we may be or whether our mothers are alive or no longer with us we all need all the good mothering we can get so think about who you might choose from your own godmother circle and invite them in and also think about suggesting this wisdom to your daughter The next time she criticizes you for your inadequacies that she might want to create a sister-mother circle for herself, she knows you may end up being in someone else's sister-mother circle and the circles of love and caring and mothering will keep expanding like the ripples from a stone thrown in a pond. Mother to Son My son, Supernova Sloan, Dowd helped me to organize the contents of this book and just as I was about to release it he said ma just as I was about to release it he said ma you speak about all the forms of relationships in your book but what about me your son we really have such a great relationships why not write on mothers to sons after thinking about it for some time here is what I have to say being the mother of a son as well as daughters is so fulfilling and also at times quite overwhelming and demanding but whatever else motherhood may be for me it contains many divine lessons and i embrace them willingly for example a son at times may try to be a father and tell his mother what to do when this happens to me i just stand up on the kitchen table and shout wait a minute i'm the mother here i run the ship Dynamic, spontaneous mothering can bring so many marvelous happenings out of you. Stay in tune and witness how the creator will work through you. My children's father and I separated moons ago. As a mother, I was required not only to give the normal ratio of love and compassion that a mother gives, but I find myself having to pull out the father in me and be this firm, strong, affirmed, armed person. Many times I felt like I was simply not enough. But as the years went on and the tears fell, I stayed prayerful and continued to purify. And I was shown the way. The creator guides me and teaches me how to raise my sons to become whole human beings in a disjointed world. To make my life a little easier, my sons were more balanced. I make sure they have access to many wonderful men who will assist them in their growth process. These men include physical and spiritual uncles an attentive and caring stepfather, mentors, and friends. Through their most formative years, I sent the boys to African cultural schools that serve vegetarian meals to enhance their living a clean, natural life. These schools also help them strengthen and maintain a strong, positive self-image of who they are and where they come from. They are taught not a heritage of slavery, but rather a heritage of ma'at, righteousness, dignity, intelligence, strength, and prosperity. I was on a journey all of their young lives to encircle them with a rich sense of self-awareness, love, support, and high thinking. For example, my youngest child was sent to Indosha Martial Arts and Cultural School for discipline and for the character-building influences of powerful, upright men. Both my sons went through their rites of passage just by coming into contact with the positive, influential male role models in the community. Together, they took the shrine of Pata Wat Heru, African Nile Valley rites of passage training for solid base in African spirituality and self-knowledge. Their birth father gave them a spiritual bath and words of wisdom as they took their final step into manhood. As a result, my sons are growing up to be strong leaders and mentors for other young males. They are sensitive, loving, strong, intelligent, vegetarian, visionaries We talk a great deal, my sons and I, about our individual and collective aspirations, inner feelings, hopes, and dreams. Ours is truly a blessed relationship. For those women who have been able to maintain a healthy marriage, which helps in raising healthy children, all power. For those like myself who become divorced or single parents, you must expand yourself to be wiser and more loving hug harder, talk more, play with great vigor, love deeply, and let loose all your creativity. It's what I had to do to be both a mother and a father to my sons. For the love of my boys, I would go through fire, and I did on many occasions with all the early challenges that came with raising my sons into young men. When he was 17, I had to send my older son, Supernova to his father's people in South Carolina for a year to get him off the streets of New York and save his life. I took myself and my younger son, Ali, to St. Thomas, Virgin Islands to live and attend school for six months to help him tap back into his soul. I traveled up and down the highways of life as i followed the creator's healing voice for help oh yes i was driven to stretch myself wide open to raise to rise in the spirit so that my sons would grow into whole men the african mindset is that traditionally our children inherit what and who we are as part of their legacy i affirm this to be true for one day my younger son was assisting his grandmother and producing some of our Heal Thyself products in our kitchen healing laboratory when he looked up at me and said, Ma, besides becoming a medical doctor and helping to deliver babies when I grow up, I'm going to help manage our family business, the Heal Thyself Center, to help your work to grow. And then he went back to work. My older son at 19 said to me when I was feeling down and bewildered over my life's work, Don't worry, Ma, I represent you. I'll reinforce your teachings. You see, I'm a warrior of the creator, so I must hold up the banner of liberation through purification. I can represent you well because I am a chlorophyllion, one who eats and drinks mostly green vegetables. He then leaned forward and kissed my forehead, which warmed my heart. When your reflections are in the form of your children, turn their hands and hearts back to you, their mother, when they are led to support, heal, and uplift you. My, my, my. Words fail to convey the gratitude that a mother has for the creator's world of divinity expression itself through her children. Many a time my mama would say it would not be easy raising boys, and she was right. The Lord, it has been good for my soul. I can only offer endless thanks and praise for being the mother of these two precious sons of mine. Thank you, Ma, for loving me. Mama is so rich in her ways. She loves life by living effortlessly. She's like a beautiful meditation. Mama has cultivated me with as much care as one would cultivate a beautiful rose garden. Thank you to my mother, Ida Robinson, who had been a wonderful example of the total personification of peace be still. No matter how intense life got to be or how turbulent the roller coaster of living became, you were always like the dove, sitting peacefully, undisturbed by the confusion or the challenges of life's ups and downs. Thank you, Mama, for showing me what peace looks like. Thank you, Mama, for the graceful way you walked, the regal way you sat, the gentle way you laughed, and the soft way you spoke. What an exquisite image you gave me about the beauty there is in being a woman. Thank you, Mama, for supporting my entire life, my children, my work, my associations, my mate, my whole being. The work that I was doing destined to do could not have happened without you thank you mama for keeping me on the stoop and the house and out of trouble as a young girl it paid off on you on as you and the old folks knew it would to my ancestor big mama Ford, i thank you for birthing mama ida and for pressing into my young memory the beauty and necessity of strength in an african woman Thank you, Big Mama, for raising my nine aunts and four uncles with Grandfather Ford. So very well and so very upright. But especially thank you for giving me my mama. She is so rich for her ways. My mom's beauty and beautiful way surpass the beauty of the lotus. It that could be. My mama says she's my mama. She's supreme. She is a beautiful meditation. To my precious daughter, Sharice, who as pretty as can be, you have drawn me closer and closer to the Most High. I thank you. Thank you, daughter, for teaching me who I am at the core of my being. Thank you, daughter, for walking with me. So I may garden you properly. I'm sincerely grateful for the Most High Creator chose me to be your mother. With all of our ups and downs and the hard times and the oh-so-challenging times and sweet times together, it's been good. Our union has made me a mother of a daughter, and that's an extra special reflection to learn and grow from. For in you, I see clearly my own trials, my victories, my madness, my fears, my beauty, and my hope of lotus-like reflection coming through from me to you. I promise to walk with you all the days of your life. Even when I become an ancestor, worry not. I will be there for you. My love for you is steady. It has no mood swings. Mothers, fathers, and extended family, especially love, pamper, and nurture your daughters deeply so that they will grow up accustomed to being treated well. Teach the women in your family to expect and receive the best treatment from men in their lives through you. Good treatment should be in the norm, not the exception. Encourage the family to love this woman. In this way, their self-esteem will be heightened and they will not attract men who abuse women, but instead find men to love, respect, and cherish women to our daughters from mothers everywhere there is a silver cord that runs from me to you if you don't know what to do or where to go just pull on the cord and i will send you what you need to help you seen or unseen you can be sure it all it's all it's always there for you and if not me in person all the time. I'll send an extension of me, your grandmother, or your auntie. May we all continue to be positive examples for our daughters and sisters everywhere. And here ends the reading on page three.